0: МУЗЫКАЛЬНАЯ ЗАСТАВКА Welcome to the start of another round of Football Fridays in Georgia, the podcast. I guess I should have put a colon in there from Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm John Nelson here in Atlanta. On each show, we bring you the latest high school football stories from around the state. Our show is an extension of our Football Fridays in Georgia broadcast that we do here on GPB-TV starting September 20th over the air with some news coming up on that in just a little bit. It's now September which means we're a few weeks away from region play in most places across the state. Here to join me is my co-pilot, mi compadre from the borough, Tommy Palmer. Tommy, what is up?
1: Oh, my goodness. What a great week last week in high school football. We had some tremendous football games, and, of course, a lot of people were off last week. I mean, let's be realistic about it, but there were great games all across the state, John.
0: And I know that you have your top five, and so I will. let's go through your top five here. Peach County, Northside Warner Robins, and in being able to talk to Chad Campbell and Kevin Kinsler, it's cool to have this Central Georgia Round Robin as a part of it.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. My top five games last week were Peach County over Northside Warner Robins, Valdosta over Tift County, Bainbridge over Cairo, West Lawrence over Crisp County, and Irwin County over Fitzgerald. Shall we start at the top? Let's start at the top. Peach County over Northside Warner Robins. A lot of a lot of people statewide. We're surprised with this, but I've got to tell you, Peach County, even though they played in in triple in in A in a tough region, Peach County is a very good football team and can really play with anybody at any time. And and I think you probably agree, so can Northside Warner Robins. It had to be a great football game.
0: Yeah, TJ uh, Wolfolk with two TDs and an interception return from Sergio Allen, 21 13, the final. And then your Valdosta and Tift, we knew this one was going to be one to look at. And you and I talked about it. I think that where TIFT is concerned, it's patience, where Valdosta is concerned. I think the margin of victory is what might have surprised folks here.
1: I think it really did. And I think Valdosta may be even better than we thought they were going to be this year. I think they're going to be definitely a contender in that 6A region, but they're also going to be a contender in that 6A, uh, 6A classification. Valdosta is very good this year.
0: First time since 2003 that Valdosta knocks off Tift. Tate Rodemaker, I guess I should say it, Tate Rodemaker, 18 yeah. to 25 for 203 for the win for Valdosta. Bainbridge and Cairo, this one was fun.
1: It, it, it has to be because this is one of those just area rivalries, and a lot of things are said before the game, and the losing team doesn't really say much after it's over with. Uh, Bainbridge, of course, graduated a lot of people off both sides of the ball. They, they graduated some of their better players from a year ago, but boy, they're growing up in a hurry. They beat a very good Cairo football team, 14 to 10 in one of those rivalry matches. And I'm sure that had to be a Donnybrook, really.
0: That one's going to be a fun one to keep an eye on every single year. And this, this past year was no different. Crisp and West Lawrence, 16, 13.
1: West Lawrence, I had them in the top 10. My vote was for West Lawrence to be in the top 10 last week. They've built a really good program there. Of course, we knew about Chris. They keep sending these great linebackers and defensive tackles to college. They're a good football team as well. But West Lawrence wins this one 16-13.
0: 35-yard pass from A.J. Lofton to the not-so-big, uh, not-so-big-as-big-cat not so big big cat bryant Sarad. Crisp gets the ball back to 220 to go, but they lose it by three. I was going back and forth. I'm going to break the fourth wall here a little bit. I was in Dallas this past weekend looking at Auburn and Oregon, and we almost had a Big Cat touchdown from the Marcavius to Bryant of them all, Big Cat. And right. I was texting back and forth with Brad Harbor at Crisp after Big Cat ran out of gas about the 15-yard line. We were that close to a big guy touchdown on the college level from somebody from Cordial.
1: Great player. Great player. And we'll get even better. I am certain about that. And in another very emotional game, Irwin County over Fitzgerald at Irwin County.
0: And this one was a whiteout. And when and we've talked about this one, too, where you have two counties that are neighbors, Irwin County, Buddy Nobles, the head coach at Irwin County, we chronicled his story and will continue to do so. Fitzgerald, he still lives there, and it was one of those games where it was asked that both fan bases wear white, and there are some pictures, if you, have, if you haven't seen them, on social media there are some great photographs of the entire side of the stands in Osceola decked out in white, and it was really cool, and, and that was a great moment here in Georgia.
1: It definitely was. And that's what high school football is all about, about communities joining together for good things and for, you know, for good reasons. And Irwin County wins over Fitzgerald 35-8, to but uh, I'm sure Tucker Pruitt will get it turned around at Fitz. And this was a very emotional game for Irwin County. It was almost one of those – Uh, You may come close, but you're not going to win this football game.
0: And two uh, identical twins to keep an eye on, the Benyard brothers, while DJ Lundy's back getting healthy for Irwin County. Gabriel and Garland Benyard combined for 181 yards in that one. Uh, Let's see, some of the greatest hits from around the rest of the classes, starting in Class A. Prince Avenue knocks off Whitfield Academy, doubles them up 43-21. Here's one that uh, kind of flew below the radar for me. Waco and Jefferson County. Washington County wins that one 28-20. We know what goes on with these two programs. Joel Ingram right now out of the blocks 2-0.
1: Yeah, he's, he's got another really good football team. Jefferson County lost almost the bulk of their starters from a year ago. But uh, at Jefferson County, they just remount and reload. One of the best-kept secrets in the state of Georgia in double-A football. But a really good football game, 28-20, the final.
0: And we've had some other non-region round-robin stuff. GAC knocks off Westminster 1914 in AAA. Hart County Rance Gillespie. He is now 2-0 and out of the blocks, knocking off Stevens County twenty. 20- Twenty six thirteen, you had a feeling it might take a little while for for a for coach in the Hartwell, but right now Hart County out of the blocks two and zero,
1: and uh, they are now into the top ten in a lot of polls, and they're going to be a very good football team. He's in year three up there, and it's now built. So get ready in Northwest Georgia.
0: Ranked for the first time in 2015 in a couple of other polls. Cedar Grove in one of those crossover games, lost to Central Phoenix City 24-20 to in AAA. But when you're going up against the 2018 Class 7A champ in Alabama and get them that close, we know what to expect from Cedar Grove. This one is another, region, another regional rivalry, not a region rival, but it was in past years. Mary Persons. And Jackson, Mary Persons, 3629. This one, big lead out of the blocks for Mary Persons. Back comes Jackson. Mary Persons closes the door.
1: This is another one of those traditional rivalries that uh, people love to go to, watch the game, and just enjoy. Uh, Both of these are really good football teams, and I think Jackson is going to be a contender in their classification. But it's tough to beat Mary Persons. Listen, you know the record of Mary Persons over the last four or five years. They seldom lose.
0: Enrico Harden, if you're interested in total numbers, rushed for 145, four catches for 85. So, if my math is right, 230 yards of total offense. Had a 29 7 lead. Harden scores from 41 yards out in the final minute. Burke County and Ware. This one to me was another one of those that kind of flew below the radar. You have two programs in Jason Strickland at Ware County and Eric Parker at Burke, who will play anybody, any place, any time. And they played each other. Burke County lost to Ware this time out 23 10.
1: It's always one of those kind of games. I think this is the second year in a row that uh, Burke gets off to a great start in the Irk Russell Classic, and then falls to Ware County. You you, you have to flip a coin in this one in this Burke County Ware County get together because it's it's become a great rivalry, even though the schools are what a hundred miles apart, wouldn't you think?
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a long trek from Waynesboro to Waycross, so I mean it's a it's a, it's a good haul for these two when they get together. But once again, you like to challenge yourself in non-region play, this is definitely the way to do it. Marist knocked off Lovett 49-0. BT held on 34-31 against South Forsyth and Quad A. Clark Central uh, knocked off Oconee County 28-21 in one of those regional area games as well. When we go to 6A, Stevenson knocked off Southwest Cab 28-15. to They were down 7 nothing at one point. Also in 6A, and in 6A and 7A, before we get to your games to preview this week, 6A in Lee County, you play Life Christian of Virginia. North Gwinnett in 7A plays Armwood of Florida, wins 26-23. Lowndes plays Champagnat Catholic out of Florida, 44-14. Marietta beats St. Joseph's Prep of Pennsylvania, 21-17. You've got teams that are crossing over wanting to make national statements here in non-region play.
1: Yeah, they're making uh, statements in the state, but they want to make national statements now. And, and that has become the vogue thing to do as far as early in the seasons. Yeah, really has.
0: All right, so before we get into the, the games coming up that you have kind of spot-shadowed, just a, a reminder, we first off, our thoughts are with everybody down on the coast with Dorian coming down around midweek. We know that there will probably be some changes to the schedule. Go to gpbnews.org and go to at gpbnews on Twitter. Also to the uh, GPB Sports Twitter account, all your favorite social media platforms to keep an eye on what might be happening with games. So the most up-to-date information, you'll get it on the news site at gpbnews and at gpb sports. But let's get into the action that's going on this weekend uh, as it is scheduled right now. And you had three, six, you had a good eight matchups right there that you were right in your wheelhouse. Which one do you want to start with?
1: Let's start with Clinch County at Brooks. Yeah, let's start
0: with Clinch and Brooks. Why not? (laughs) Talk about two guys that just want to line up and play. It doesn't matter where. These guys probably could play Maurice Freeman, the head coach at Brooks, and Don Tyson, Jr. at Clinch. Two schools that will play at exit 20 on I-75.
1: No doubt. And, of course, Brooks will bring the hammer. They lit it up against Mitchell County. Mitchell County in Class A is a great football team, not just your average football team. They're a good football team. And, uh, of course, we know about clinch. And it, this is going to be one of those dandy football games. A lot of people don't really realize how good these Class A and Class AA football teams are. If you ever get a chance and want to go see a great football game, go watch clinch and Brooks. This is a dandy.
0: Get your tickets now, by the way. And we mentioned yes. uh, Ware County. Next up for Ware is Coffee and Robbie Pruitt.
1: Yeah. uh uh-huh. they, they, they lit up Salem pretty good, and Ware County, of course, we know what they're doing. Jason's going to win everywhere he's gone, and uh, and he will continue to win. Robbie's been fairly successful, I would think, in his career. Yes. So these are two teams that do not lack coaching. It's, it's the one with the players that's probably going to win this one. But Coffee's really good. Ware's very good.
0: All right, we've got two other matchups outside the city of Atlanta that we wanted to focus on. Dutchtown and Crisp, Brad Harbor going up against the Dutchtown Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, Dutchtown is my vote uh, in in this one. I know Crisp is is really good. Dutchtown is really good. These are two very good programs. And you remember the assistant at Crisp County has gone to Dutchtown and, and built a really good program there, John.
0: The other one on the board outside the city of Atlanta that we wanted to focus on, and this is just a small sample size because if we could do it, we would talk all day and it would be the Football Fridays in Georgia Network talking about all this kind of stuff, 24-7, 365, Swainsboro and Dublin.
1: Well, you know, I really think Dublin has a chance to win the – Double A championship, but this is one of those rivalry games where you've got neighboring counties playing against each other, mm-hmm. city school against uh Swainsboro and of course you know uh Roger Holmes has just done a tremendous job with this wing tee, and he, you know, he he really does not change a whole lot. No. It's like if you've got better players, you're going to win. If I've got better players, I'm going to win. Swainsboro so has been rebuilt over the last three years, and I think this will be one of the premier games in Double A this this week.
0: And if you're on uh, I-16 heading out that way, as we get to the two minute warning, go and stop at this one when it's Lawrence County going up against uh Emmanuel County. In the city Correct. of Atlanta, Creekview, Alatoona, Woodward Blessed Trinity, Norcross Mill Creek, who lost it to Cula and Buford and Milton going at it.
1: Wow. This was the one that was originally scheduled to be played at Cool Ray Field. Now it's gonna be at Milton and Milton kind of flexed their muscles in their opener last Thursday. So I'm sure they're very good. Buford is Buford. Never, never forget that. Buford's always going to be Buford.
0: So, so what you're saying is that the sun always rises in the East tax day is always April 15th and Buford is going to be Buford.
1: Exactly. I I was trying, I was going to change. I was trying to, I was trying to
0: remember what those, it's like the three things that happen and it's like the sun always rises in the East tax day. It's What death and taxes. Okay. I was trying to remember my, I was trying to remember my phrase and I got, and I switched out Buford being Buford. All right. Quick note before we go, uh, Hannah Gooden is always here, and she is with family this weekend. So what uh, we would like to say about this upcoming Friday, go to Facebook Live. Keep an eye on the game of the week. Our Facebook Live, we will be at Noonan and Alexander, a special night for our friends at Noonan High because there's something really cool that's going to happen. So that's your tease. Like, friend, be a part of the conversation on all of the social media platforms when it comes to GPB Sports. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, YouTube. I don't know how to use Snapchat. I just learned how to use Instagram, so I think I'm a step ahead of the game there, especially for someone who's 138 years old. Tommy, as always, it's been fun, my friend.
1: I have enjoyed it. Uh, Always
0: a ball, my friend. Thank you very much. Enjoyed being a part of it. As always, we will catch up again next week. Reminder, it's uh, 7.30 start Friday night, Noonan and Alexander on Facebook Live. Go to GPB Sports on the Facebook page. Keep an eye on what's going on. We'll let you know what's going on all around the state. That's it for us today. I'm John Nelson. Thanks, as always, to mi compadre, mi amigo, and... The best dude all around. Tommy Palmer down there in the borough and Hannah Gooden. She's also here as well. You can reach us at gpb.org slash podcast. Subscribe to us for free anywhere your favorite podcatcher is and where your favorite podcasts are found. You can also follow the GPB sports team on Twitter and Facebook. The show is produced by the inimitable Sean Powers, the irreplaceable Sean Powers. Football Fridays in Georgia podcast is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. Play it safe, everybody. Enjoy the game.